Fire, Chase the Doctor back. It is the 3rd of January. I hope you guys had a great, great New Year's. No matter what you did, it was just a cluster of all kinds of, all kinds of shit. Um, I was amazed. I, you know, I sat, watched in the comfort of my home. I uh, never understood the whole being out on New Year's in Times Square, but um, I sat in amazement watching, flipping back and forth between New Year's Eve in Nashville and New Year's Eve in New York, and the the stark differences that were. I mean, it just was. It was mind blowing to sit there to say, what are, what is what is wrong with this state? Honestly, I, I was ready to pack us up and just just start heading south. Um, crazy, but anyway, hope you guys had a phenomenal, phenomenal end of your year. It's going to be a phenomenal 2022, and uh, I hope for those who are listening for the first time, uh, I hope we, I hope I'm able to bring you some value. I, I really uh, enjoy doing these podcasts, and I hope I'm able to get you some good information, some new information to help keep you and your family healthy. Uh, for those who continue to listen and share, thank you again. I appreciate everything. I appreciate the reviews. I appreciate the shares and everything else. Let's push forward into 2022 and make this year a phenomenal, phenomenal year for all of us. So I figured I'd start the year off. You know, it's funny. I, I'm already. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm late for where I need to go this morning. I had to drop one of my. Uh, my son off at the gym. He's he's home, uh, and I assumed he was going to one gym, and he was not. He was going to a different gym, and that gym happened to be 25 minutes further away. So I am a little bit late, but you know what? Honestly, it's not life or death, and I really don't care. And I'll make it there when I make it there. And I kind of want to start off the podcast today with talking about that perspective. Um, about how do we approach 2022? Um, it's it's very easy to start off the year on the wrong foot. I kind of said this in the end of last year's podcast. Of you know how do you how are you blueprinting the year coming forward? Are you going to just continue to do what you're doing? Um, did you take the last week of the year and start to mentally map out what you're going to change, even start to make those changes? Or did you just say, you know, screw it. I'll just eat my face off and sit here and watch TV for hours. And then come January 2nd, because January 1st, nobody does anything. I'll start doing stuff then. That's the approach most people tend to take. And then you're gung ho, you do stuff for, you know, maybe uh, a month, and then it's cold, it's winter, you don't want to do anything, you just want to eat your face off again, and you're back to square one saying, I'll wait till it gets warm. This isn't how I want you to start the year, and this is not how I want you to continue the year, Um, especially, especially when it comes to your kids. You know, there's, there's always a time that you can turn things around, but the more you procrastinate and wait, the harder it is to do that. And I want this year to be the year that you don't know what procrastination is. You, you take action and continue to take action and continue and continue to push forward to make sure that your children have the healthiest 
environments and the healthiest lives possible. And that's not possible unless you're doing the same thing or unless you're in a good place. They feed off of you. You can do everything in your power to give them the best, but they are absorbing your energy. So it really has to be a family affair. It has to be whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing for them, you have to be doing yourself. You know, a lot of people don't realize that kids are absorbing things whether you you know see it or not they're absorbing your stress they're absorbing uh what you're going through you know they're not they're not just they may not seem that way but they are they're absorbing it and they're always watching and they're always listening so it's super super important that you get yourself into that place of being optimal and that can be uh <clears throat> that has to be in all different aspects that has to be physically chemically and emotionally So let's start by what are the things that we want to change this year for our kids? I'm going to go back over the simple steps of just being the best they can be, the best that you can be. And that was the diet, exercise, rest, positive attitude. Those four things are the major major building blocks to give your children the uh the best chance to grow up to be a healthy adult. Now listen, there are no absolutes. You can do this to a T and stuff happens. I'm a firsthand uh uh witness to this. I have done the best that I can possibly think that I could do for my kids. Um I still had, you know, for those of you who have been listening, my younger son still um developed a brain tumor. Who knows why? And this is doing everything possible. And then, you know, to me I think through my through your head always just spins and you're like you know there are people out there who do drugs there are people out there who abuse themselves there are people out there who live into their late late you know late into the century who have done all kinds of bad stuff who don't get brain tumors so you know of course it makes you second guess yourself but i know that again there are no absolutes we do the best we can do we try to do the best we can do with what we're given and as long as you follow those things that gives you the best chance there's no guarantee but i know from experience and i know from again my own family although like i said things have happens that i would never have ever expected um and pr- can probably never be explained why and i know i can what i know is i can't go back and say well you know i fed them a shitty diet we didn't weren't active as a family um we didn't do uh, all these good things i didn't do all the things that i thought I, i that i should have been doing for them and then i can blame it on that i know i can't do that so some of this stuff again you just don't know and you just do your best but i still believe that the more we do of the things that we're supposed to do for our bodies the better chance we have at living a full life So let's go back over those things. First one was our nutrition, our what we're eating, what we're feeding them. You must 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 feed them the best possible food you can feed them. That means organic. That means reading labels and understanding them and keeping away from things that are detrimental. That means eating out less. Um I don't care where you go to eat, 
there's levels of not so bad, but nothing is better than getting the food yourself and making it at home. It is a uh, it is a, a lie to tell yourself that you're going out and you're getting healthier options when you go out to eat. That really doesn't exist. I mean, you can go listen. There are small places that are that offer you know good things, whether it's um, uh, you know uh, uh, shakes or bowls or other types of things where they're small and you know exactly what's going in there. And I'm sure that those things are absolutely fine. Those are not common. And most people are not going to those places. Most of us are going out to eat and thinking, well, I still should get the better option. So I'm gonna order what I think is healthier and then I'll be okay. It's not. As much as you can, shop for your own food, make it at home. Cook things as little as possible. Get things organic. If you got an organic farm, spend most of your time there. Get most of what you can there. Stay away from stuff that is not. Drink lots of water. Everybody should be drinking water and nothing else. There's no reason to drink anything else. There's no reason to drink juice and milk and soda. There isn't. There's nothing good about any of those things. Now, not to say, because again, there is no absolute, that they're not going to have this. But it goes back to that rule that I spoke about, which is that 80-20. And I like to try to follow 90-10, but 80-20 for most people is, I think, is sustainable. Which means that you're doing, in your own home, 80%. 80% of everything possible to give them the best they can get. And the 20% they're going to get outside the house, you let go. That means parties, school, out with friends. You just let it go. You do what you can because there is no way to control 100%. And if you try to do that outside the house and ostracize them in other social situations, it will be more damaging than anything. Now, I also spoke about, though, is teaching them why you eat certain things. And they will make better decisions as they get older. I've noticed that in my own kids. They will make better decisions because you've done it and you've taught them about it. So that's the other thing that you can do to help that that ratio be better. Um, And nutrition-wise, that's honestly, that's it. You can take, there's a ton of supplements out there. You don't need a lot. Supplements are to supplement what you're eating. They're not to replace. So if you're not getting great food or you haven't eaten, let's say you've eaten some you know, I'll give you an example. Let's say you've 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 been out, you ate stuff that you really didn't want, you didn't eat, didn't don't normally eat, or you shouldn't have eaten, or whatever, and you know it's going to make you feel bad. You want to help get rid of it. Taking stuff like activated charcoal is great. Not something you take all the time, but it does help remove some of that stuff out of your system. If you're not feeling well, if you're down, you know, adding stuff in like elderberry, echinacea, that type of stuff. Again, you're taking it when you need it, but not all the time. Um, and there's very few things that I would say that you need all the time because you're really trying to get it from food. And that's the goal is to get it from food. After nutrition is exercise. You got to keep kids active. Again, if you're sitting on the couch for hours at a time watching TV, they will do the same thing. And if you think it's okay, then you obviously will think it's okay for them. And that could be, it doesn't have to be the TV. It could be on the phone. It could be on the iPad. It's okay if you're doing it right, 
Now, again, I'm not against technology. I'm not against being on things. It's just part of life and they need, they, they will, in essence, need to be on this stuff for certain periods of time to learn as we advance. But activity is key. Sports, after school stuff, doing things with them at the house. I mean, when you're locked in the house, it's cold, whatever. You know, like instead of sitting and watching movies for hours, like have a dance party at the house. You know, do something if you're playing, if they're video game kids and they have stuff like, I don't even know if Wii is even a thing anymore, but what was great about Wii was that you actually got to move with it. But doing things that keep active, and that also could be just keeping their brain active. That could be doing things like puzzles, board games, um, things that challenge them. You know, those are important brain exercises. All things that you need to continue to do, meaning you're doing it as well, to continue to help raise them optimally. Sleep. In the new year, promise me you will make it a priority to get more sleep. Now, on your end, that means if the opportunity arises to actually go to sleep and not watch TV, that you will not watch TV and go to sleep. I don't care what's on. I don't care what the latest show that it's out that's on that everybody says you're gonna watch. Get the extra sleep. For your kids, if they've been staying up too late, you need to set a new bedtime. Like I'll give you an example. So my kids go up at around seven o'clock. They don't go to sleep probably till about 8.30. They're not, they're not, their bodies aren't ready to sleep at seven, but we have a routine that they go up at seven, they do their stuff, they get into bed and they read. And when they read, it gets them tired and eventually they just shut down, they put their stuff away and they go to bed. And that is a typical night for us. Um, a lot of you though, have kids that go to sleep at 10, 11 o'clock. That is not okay. And most of that is they're not up reading. They're doing things like they're on TV or they're doing stuff that they should not be doing. And that's not helping them at all. And then they got to get up early. You got to wake them up for school. And they're just tired. They're chronically tired. They're never getting a chance to recover from the day that they've had. Kids need more sleep. And you can see it. I see it in kids. I used to see it in kids all the time. These kids look tired. They should be able to get up on their own. Getting up on their own means that their body has gotten the sleep that they needed and they've woken up when they're done. But if you have to wake them up, it means they haven't gotten enough sleep. So set new bedtimes. You can have a bedtime routine, but set new bedtimes, let them get to sleep earlier, especially during the school year. Sleep is vitally important to recover. And without it, eventually you break down to the point where your body makes you sleep and that's when you get sick. Attitude. The, the amount of depression and the amount of negativity in the world, I think has exponentially gone up. Obviously, we've been through some, you know, trying years now um, that have put a huge strain on many, many people, including children, very young. And again, 
may not even realize it, but it, it's there. Um, some kids adapt well, some kids don't. And I can tell you, and again, I don't use, I use my kids as the example because I do what I tell you. It's not always perfect, it, really not always perfect. But whatever I tell you, I do myself. So I can, and I can tell you, my kids have definitely felt it. My kids have, they've done great, but they are so sick of the masks at this point. Like so sick. I can't wait till they can just go about their day. Never think about a mask again. Just go to school and be a kid. And I can see it. I can see it. It bothers them. There are some kids though that really, really have been, and I think it's really as they got older, I think it's been worse. So it's super, super important more than ever to increase positivity in your home. Now again, it starts with you because if you're affected and if you're negative and if you're not feeling well, it's going to translate to them and you can't fake it. You can do the best you can do to put on that face, but they know. So you must change and you must make a pact. If you know you're there, make a pact with your kids and tell them, listen, you know, mommy or daddy knows like they haven't been the best they can be and they want to change for themselves and for you. So as a family, we're going to try and do things better. We're going to try to be more positive. We're going to do things to make us happier. We're going to eliminate the things that don't make us happy, the negative things. And we're going to do this together. And I honestly think that is a, the winning strategy because you all have to be there. You just do. It doesn't work to its best ability otherwise. So, and, and on that point, it's just as important as everything else. Like these are all pieces to one puzzle and a puzzle can't be complete until all the pieces are in their place. And you know, physical health can also affect you. I'm sorry, mental health can affect you physically. So it's something that you all need to work. And listen, I could have been today being late. I'm already almost 40 minutes late from where I need to be. I could be here rushing to get there and being like, shit, like, this is not how I want to start my day. I'm late, but I didn't get myself into that. And you know what? It's not worth it. No one's going to die. This isn't a life or death situation. Everything will still be there. People will wait. I'll get there. No one's going to die. And it's fine. It's not worth it. And if you adopt that attitude when it comes to being late to things, if you're late to practice or you're late to this or you're that, all right, so what? Try better next time. It's not worth it because it's not worth what it does to your body. So these are four things that I think are kind of basic stuff that you all can start with this year for you and your kids. You know, take accountability where you are starting this this year take accountability for your health take accountability for your kids health take accountability for what you are doing for them because until they are able to make those decisions themselves it is up to you 
And let's start 2022, which is crazy to say it's 2022. Let's start living the best life you can possibly live. There is no guarantee. We don't know what will happen tomorrow. You can live the best life you can live and go out and get hit by a bus. Who the hell knows? We don't know. Our books, I believe our books are already written. And what what it'll be is what it'll be. I believe I'm going to live to around 120. I believe that's how my book was written. I don't know how everybody else's is written. And if we don't live each day to its best, you know, like you could say, well, yeah, I don't know what's going to be. So I might as well just live it up, right? And do all these things that I want to do. And, you know, I don't care if they're bad for me. I could go out and get hit by a bus. True. Or you could live to 120 and be miserable. So what is what what is the chance you want to take? To me, I make the assumption you're going to live a long life. And if you want to live a long life and you want to live a good long life, a good being strong long life, physically and mentally, you want to be happy. You don't want to be an, a disgruntled old person. You don't want to be the guy on the porch or the woman on the porch saying, yelling at the kids to get off your lawn. You don't want to be walking around with a cane. You don't want to be hunched over. You don't want to be just angry. I don't want to be like that, which is why I do the things I do now. And I do what I tell you to do. And again, I'm not a hundred percent. I have my vices. I try to keep them at a minimum. And again, I try to live 90, 10, which I don't think is sustainable for most people. If you can do it, God bless you. But I do what I tell you to do. And I know it works for myself. I don't get sick. Somebody asked me the other day, she's like, said, I overheard you said you have a 20 year old in college. I said, yeah. Like, how old are you? Like, what did you have this kid when you were 14? I get that a lot. And I I say that not to toot my own horn, but there's a reason I get that. It's because I don't look what a typical 49 year old looks like. So just remember, when I tell you this stuff, I am not just preaching from the pulpit. I'm doing it. And I'm telling you it works. And I've done it with many, many, many families over the years. There are no guarantees. I'm living that as well. Now, I know, though, that it's not from what I have done instituting these principles why my younger son ended up getting a tumor. It could be from a gazillion things. I would never, I probably will never find out. I'll never know. But I know I didn't contribute to it because this lifestyle doesn't contribute to that. Now, did it stop other stuff? I don't know. Did it make it so it was benign and not malignant? I don't know. I have no idea. But I know through experience that what I'm telling you works. Shit happens in life. Sometimes you can't explain it, but for the most part, if you follow these rules, your lives and your kids' lives will be a hell of a lot better. All right, so let's jump 
full on two feet into 2022 and let's go. Let's do it. Let's make this the best year of our lives, your kids' lives, and the world. Shit's going to happen this year. It's just going to happen. You can't stop it. But you can make it as best as you can by doing simple things. If you need to get in touch with me, if you're new to this, or if you've forgotten or whatever, always get me by drj1k at gmail.com or get me at uh, text 631-617-4375. Best ways to contact me. That is the best way to get me direct. I will answer as many of you as I possibly can, hopefully all of you. You get me on social media. I am on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, um, all those different platforms, but always best... If you have a question or, or, or a comment, please get me there. Thank you again for those who leave reviews. It does help others, especially if they're looking for a podcast like this. All right, guys, go about your day. I am almost finally at my destination. I will be 50 minutes late, and I honestly don't care because I woke up this morning, and all is good. This is Chase the Doctor. I'm out. I'll talk to you next time.